Hi, hello everyone. This is Vika here and I hope you're all doing well. So today I'm here to share about Yoga 1.3 or from the chapter 1, which is the third sutra I'm going to discuss. And here it goes. Tada drastuhu swarupe vasthanam. Tada drastuhu swarupe vasthanam. It means... Then the seer abides in itself, resting in its true nature. And also it's uh, uh, like called or known as self-realization about our true nature. Not like, you know, we disturbed by this earlier discussion uh, about this fluctuation of the mind. We are experienced past and present, you know, that can impact our mind. There's all these thoughts, feelings, you know, these fluctuations can, you know, like distort and disturb our mind. So this sutra literally stands for like we are resting in its true nature and also it says it's about self-realization. Well, I read it to you again about the, the sutra. Tada drastuhu swarupe vastanam. Now repeat after me if you can try to, you know, recite this sutra. Tada, tada drastuhu. Tada drastuhu swarupe swarupe vastanam. So when you put it all together, tada drastuhu swarupe vastanam. All right, so let me just give you a little breakdown what it is exactly like sutra. It, uh, it, it means like each one. Tada means then or only after. Or never before. I mean, Patanjali really he made this third sutra link to the you know for the second one we before we talk about you know the sutra. So it's a, it's a third one actually. They both have this link between them. So when you clear your fluctuation of the mind, you know your mind became still something like that. So he talks about tada then or only after or never before. You think you're getting it? It's like after, like if you steal your mind from all these fluctuations. And drastuhu, drastar. It means like, you know, generally the seer or the perceiver, like, you know, we have this purusha, uh, right? The seer within our, you know, this pure consciousness. So drastuhu is like the seer or the, this pure consciousness or it can be a pure intelligence, or the divine being in a more, uh, you know, more spiritual way, yeah. And uh, also, it can called soul, you can say, or atman, soul, or atman soul, you know, soul. What I mean, right? So the drastuhu has a different meaning. You can see, like, how he, uh, you know, deprecate and elaborate each term of the word in such a unique way. Now, so that's tada drastuhu, like. Then, only after, never before, this pure witness or whatever, the soul or the purusha. Swarupe means uh, a locative form or a form, you know, like a, a form, F-O-R-M, form. And also it goes like a swarupa. It's like swa means like it's like one's one, like it's like the own, one's own 
it's like an essential or like a rupa means like a state and it's like a natural state or something like that now avastana means it's like uh, establishment or uh, you can say like a a a location of resting resting ground or residence with the state so you can see that the the breakdown can give you kind of like it's such a, a one line but it has like a, so much meaning inside so ultimately the translation means then the seer becomes established in its true nature that means dada drastuhu swarupe sthanam so it means like you became uh, like you know you became like you're established or you know you grounded resting in the ground with your true nature which is like pure consciousness it's clear and not to disturb by any kind of you know fluctuations or modifications of the mind and but actually what is the third like this third yoga sutra what is it exactly patanjali tells us that you know yes we still exist and yes consciousness remains in fact once we are freed from chitta vrittis the mind field the fluctuations like you know which as a refresher is the fluctuations of the mind we then gain knowledge of our true nature which means the true nature like the purusha the soul the observer the seer like what you see in him so that that is uh, the sutra means now that is exactly what it means by yoga sutras by patanjali well let me give you an example how we often like uh, dist- i mean like kind of distorted or not clear about seeing things as they were are if i i mean i've read from a commentator from the edwin bryant it was a very cool example uh, that they you know kind of elaborated it's very like you know and also this sutra talks about more like a, you know metaphysics quantum physics and uh, more like a sankhya like a numerous you know like the coding this is very at the same time it's very intelligent way of seeing things in a more psychological way also let me give an example maybe you might understand in a more simple way example so when a red flower uh, like let's say you take a rose flower is placed next to a crystal you know crystal right like crystal clear we often say in the discussions are you clear yeah i'm saying oh, i'm crystal clear but sometimes we may not so this this example might give you much more deeper meaning to it so i repeat now when a red flower is placed next to a crystal the flower color it can be any color the flower let's say you take a rose red flower is is reflected in the crystal when you place next to it so the crystal itself appears to be red isn't it you think you're getting it right so you okay very simple uh the true nature of crystal is never actually red right the true nature just like our mind when we you know when we don't perceive uh, if i give you in this example another example if i uh like once you born if i send you to some kind of a, like a you know a spiritual school somewhere very far from your families and friends or very very far from all this reality and your mind how it wraps up 
we may not believe believe when you come back to your family and friends the world seems so different to you is the same thing like you know the the true nature has this uh, the mind has this capacity to transform and to perceive so but when our true nature is basically it's like it's never been disturbed or disturbed by anything it's very pure and it's not even affected or changed just like the the flower you know it has its you know own color and the crystal has its own uh, own nature so i repeat the true nature of crystal is never actually red and it is just kind of reflected because it's next to it and then you see it is a red color so imagine when you see things see things as way they are that makes your you know your clarity and your mind your pure consciousness is more clear so then that's uh, uh you know this commentary and this example can give you a kind of a insight about this 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 clarity so the flower when it's remote it go back to its true nature so just as the thoughts and mind when you clarify all this fluctuation of the mind all this disturbance you know all this too much in mind feel going on when you like these kind of things remote very gently then you begin to you know go back to your true nature so basically rose flower and the crystal next to each other is just a reflection makes it as it's red but once separated you can see things clearly as it is their own nature and the similarly our mind our consciousness reflects or illuminates external objects and internal thoughts so there's a uh, you know you can literally kind of if you don't really understand just kind of like rewind it back and then try to listen again okay because you see sometimes me when i'm doing this talks and also my mind also has to stay one pointed focus of what i'm delivering this subject because this subject is really a profound subject and unique subject so yeah so the same thing for you if you want to understand you try to do some study i mean i kindly suggest get a book of yoga sutras by patanjali there are many good books out there and also listen to the you know those you know the reciting the mantra and all so if you want to like go deeper meaning it has many uh, examples many articles many uh, you know the books described in a different way but everybody is pointing the same it's about the true nature well anyways uh so uh remember for yourself also not to be affected by anything around okay just it's just the nature of the mind and what we see and our perceptions based on what it is so when you clear all this vrittis means this fluctuation of the mind and we begin to feel our our genuine you know clarity in our clean mind uh, recently i talk about uh, uh yoga talk about the saucha niyama 1 cleanliness purity so it's like when you purified inside like internal that when you clear your mind that's where you understand your true nature that you know it's such a pure consciousness and then you begin to feel lighter so sauchait means you can kind of like connect with this then and so the seer sets his own nature and the true nature the seer means the soul or the i know what we have now and i can give another example like you know very simple like when you like you know let's say in your mind there's a screen in front of you through your eyes you're watching something the life is going on in front of you 
like you know so it has to be crystal clear when you see things not just a reflection of in your mind deep inside so the person inside who's sitting the seer the purusha whatever you say uh, is he watching things more clearly or he just like a cannot be a black screen it has to be like you know kind of a a glass go through the images so you can see deep truly and but the person who perceive it just a matter of time and space like you just okay and then you go back to true nature so this is a quite a hard practice i'm not sure i explained well or not i'm just trying to say that you in your mind like they have this power the, the seer watching things and you like what's happening life around to try not to be disturbed it just like goes on you know so the past and the present and the future so you try to live in the moment and let just the life pass as, as itself like let it go let it flow <laughs> well so uh and uh, how do i say one more thing i would like to share like in order to perceive uh, like more spirituality like you know reading positive good books and also you establish yourself more positive way around uh for example so spiritual practices like you know i read an article from the yoga international they mentioned this we commit ourselves to a variety of spiritual practices visiting shrines shrines means i'm not sure like uh, you understood no it's shrines like the temple or some kind of a shape the idol you know a god or places you know where they feel this spiritual energy or the religious or spiritual places and this kind of visiting like gives you some kind of a, you know energy and reading scriptures like yoga sutras and also performing rituals i talk about before in the south chow uh video about this niyama one the internal cleansness like rituals like you know kriyas uh anything you know praying god also one of the thing like if you're a believer you have faith and also reciting mantras and uh, drawing mandalas mandalas means the energy the circles like you know on the floor they they draw in india and also we have like you know in the center of the house or entrance of the house we can, we draw these mandalas and also we put them for this energy centering and yeah it's it's a very scientific thing also at the same time and also practicing meditation very simply if you're not if you don't have this access you can just like simply practice meditation understand the mind nature and then just let go so this the word tara in the sutra refers to your previous sutra and thus empathetically maintains that soul can can be established in its true nature only after the mind has become still so by implication it also tells us that confused mind like you know if you're a confused mind it is not fit you know it is not fit for anything if you're confused you're moving on your life you don't have any particular clarity about things i mean it does not allow or follow any spiritual path and also for your regular living in the flow you you won't be happier so when the mind becomes still when you you know when it just like practicing positive things can be mind can make it still meditation is very helpful and reading books i mean i found it gives you focus and especially positive books you know and also eating clean <laughs> as per saucha can clear our body also you know body is like a temple we must take care of it because this is where we live in and also the mind it 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 creates actions and movements in the body so the mind has to be very clean and clear 
So to purify the mind <laughs> by making it one pointed, it's the you know it's the ultimate goal for the spiritual practice. And also, in fact, there is a lot of the different forms for the spiritual practice. But you can, uh, you know, but uh, you can find out what it fits for you. Yeah. So to ultimately have only one goal that just to purify the mind by making it one pointed focused. So once the mind is crystal clear, you know, we we once our mind is crystal clear, like super clear, we begin to perceive the objects of the world, like what you see what you hear, what you feel, the way they are. And our perception is no longer distorted. So clear mindset is very important. We came to see that material objects are neither good nor bad, neither pleasant nor unpleasant, but neutral. It does not matter for you. You, you become very neutral about it. What are the attachments, what are the feelings and emotions, whatever you see, whatever you heard, everything just became neutral. And, uh, uh, yeah, it can be, sounds quite, uh, I mean, oh, wow, you know. Yeah, some people might say, hey, you don't have feelings or something like that. But you become very still, you become very clear. Because you see as it is, you won't be disturbed by that, or you don't be attracted by that. You sit in your purusha and your true nature, you're very, you know, serene, tranquil mind and kind and clear. Yeah, that's uh, the practice, the second sutra gives you the, the deeper meaning. Yeah, so once this realization dawns, the mind finds no reason to be agitated. You know, agitation, when you're not clear, you're agitated. So this is a realization that we need to understand. And this, those charms and the temptations of the world no longer like you see something outside, oh, wow, oh, yeah, this and that. It, it begins to be like not much affected it. You become more clear as it is because you perceive as it is, as where they are. So, while it is in this active world, the mind remains still. Like, you know, you know, when we get up to see, when we go out, we see so many things around, but we experience and we just leave them as it is. We're not carrying anything like, oh, so... You know what I mean? It's in a more simplest way I can give you that. To just to free your mind from all this disturbance and all. Yeah, you don't crave too much now. So yoga likens the state of a perfectly crystal clear that possesses no obstruction to light. In this state, truth is known in its fullness. The called, or this is called enlightenment or Self-realization. So this sutra basically talks about self-realization. Remember, just simply, the third sutra talks more about self-realization. And also, this ultimate result of yoga, the discovery of one's true nature, just like the crystal and the rose flower, just like the, the who sees that life is happening like a movie you're watching in the front of the screen, like see through it deeply, and it passes on, life goes on. When you understand like you begin to understand the true nature. We're just disturbed by the outside of the world and we make our inside head. It's crazy, so but we don't have to, you know. We can just like, okay, all right. Yeah, so I think, yeah, that's uh, this sutra talks about self-realization and the discovery of one's, one's true nature. Once, you know, we're able to, you know, calm our fluctuations of the mind, I mean, like, oh, our disturbance or whatever it is, 
our perception in reality becomes quite clear actually because we understand how the mind works and you won't be like no longer with the clouded thoughts like oh my god you know or past or what happened the trauma or the future you worry about it and and it gives you like really like you know the reality of what you have it sharpens and we finally begin to understand our true nature of the mind and ourselves and the world and we recognize our connection to all that is we recognize that current our state is just as it sh- as should be so yeah it's like this you know the self revealed you know you know what i mean the self revealed and once the mind is crystal clear we begin to perceive the objects of the world way they are our perception is no longer distorted this is very important crystal clear crystal clear and this is where we begin to understand our true nature crystal clear okay self realization discovery of one's own true nature and so people i think uh, you have a uh, understood what is the you know this chapter 1 third verse the sutra 3 tada drastuhu swarupe vastaram it means then the seer becomes established in its true nature so it is within you at this very moment you're there listening to me and understanding the sutra understanding this wisdom its philosophy understanding the mind understanding the nature so it is within you at this very moment and you have only to uncover it you are enough just as you are what you do and who you are matters i repeat this last line what you do and who you are matters so that is about self realization and uh, you know true nature discovery so maybe just fold our hands close to our heart and you know our mind just to you know just to take a deep breath for a moment and just to absorb this very moment just you only have to uncover it and understand this sutra gives you the clarity gives you that you know understanding of the true nature understanding about self realization positive things around becoming more oneness and also stilling the mind and uh, we begin to understand and establish our our true nature then the seer becomes clearer then our mind becomes still thank you for listening i'll see you next time once again thank you and namaste